Welcome to the Beacon Broadcast from Beacon Baptist Church in Burlington, North Carolina, featuring expositional Bible teaching by Pastor Greg Barkman. If you'd like to correspond with the Beacon Broadcast, or if you wish to support this radio ministry, write to The Beacon Broadcast, Post Office Box 159, Alamance, North Carolina, 27201, or find us on the web at beaconbaptist.com beaconbaptist.com The Beacon Broadcast is supported in part by the gifts of faithful listeners. Now with today's message from God's Word, here is Greg Barkman. We have camped down a bit on 2 Corinthians 13.5 over the last several broadcasts. Because it is such an important text covering such an important topic and one that is often neglected in our day. And it is a topic of self-examination, that Christians are to examine themselves. And there are, of course, several areas of examination, but the one that is in view here is to examine yourself to see if you are in the faith to examine yourself to see if Christ is in you. In other words, to examine yourself to see if you have truly been born again. Why is that such a foreign concept to many people? Well, the fact that it is points to the fact, points to the reality that our concepts of salvation and assurance today are often not exactly what is found in the Bible. They may bear some resemblance. There may be some, some similarities. In some cases, there may be some proximity to what is found in the Bible. But nevertheless, if it misses the mark, and here's one way to tell, here is an exhortation repeated a number of times in the New Testament, which many Christians just simply ignore, pass over, don't take seriously, don't think it applies to them. But it does. And that's 2 Corinthians 13.5. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? We will continue looking at this text on this Monday, December 18, as God has directed you to join us at this time, and we're grateful for that. And as perhaps some of you are being directed by God to help us financially, which is necessary for us to continue this teaching ministry on this and other stations, and I have been encouraging you to consider a special year-end gift for the Beacon broadcast before this year is over and done. Please pray about that if you would, and thank you so very much. Well, very quickly, what brought us to this text. Remember, Paul said he was going to come to the church at Corinth and conduct an examination of the congregation in light of reports that had come to him about some of the sins that were being practiced in the congregation. 
And so he wrote to them to correct these things, but he said, I'm going to come and see if you have. I'm going to examine you. But then, in verse 5, he says what's even more important is that you examine yourselves. In fact, in the light of what we find in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 in regard to the Lord's table, the teaching there is, if we would examine ourselves, we would not be judged. That is, God would not need to judge us for our unconfessed sins, for our sins that we are unwilling to deal with. But if we will not judge ourselves and deal with the sins that we are guilty of, then we will be judged by the Lord. Well, it's similar here. If you will examine yourselves and deal with these things and get them out of your lives, then I won't have to examine you, said Paul. But if you won't do that, then I'm going to examine you when I come. But what is far better is that you examine yourselves. And so, examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith. Test yourselves, whether Christ is in you. Because if you are saved, Christ is in you, unless, as he concludes the verse, you are disqualified. Now, we need to get to the end of the verse. We've been dealing with the first part for quite a while now. But the examination is to test to see if we are in the faith. This is something that Christians ought to do. Where do we get to the place where some will tell us this is something that Christians should never do? When the Bible makes it clear, this is something that Christians ought to do. But the question is, what are you looking for? How do you tell? And we find help to answer that question in this text. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Now, I've already suggested that, at least in part, that means that you embrace the faith once delivered unto the saints, in other words, the body of revealed truth that we call the Christian faith, as it is given in Scripture. So, if you have doubts about, about what? About the virgin birth of Christ, then you're not in the faith. If you have doubts about the deity of Christ, then you're not in the faith. If you have doubts about the miracles that the Bible tells us Christ performed, then you are not in the faith. If you have doubts about the resurrection, the bodily resurrection of Christ, then you are not in the faith. If you have doubts about the physical bodily return of Jesus Christ to this earth at his appointed time, then you are not in the faith. If you have doubts about the doctrine of the vicarious atonement of Jesus Christ upon the cross, that he hung there as a substitute, taking the place of judgment for those who trust in him. If you don't believe that, if you don't accept that, then you are not in the faith. So, doctrine, basic doctrine, foundational Christian doctrine is part of the test. Are you in the faith? Do you believe and embrace these doctrines? But that's not all, because it goes on to say, test yourselves. Do you not know 
yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you. Unless you are disqualified. That Jesus Christ is in you. Now, I think I mentioned on a previous broadcast that some people do this backwards. They say, I know that I am a believer. I am a born-again Christian. And the Bible says that born-again Christians have Jesus Christ in them. Therefore, I must have Jesus Christ in me. End of discussion. But that's not what the Bible tells you to do. The Bible tells you to test yourselves to see if Jesus Christ is in you. Not to assume that he is. Not to declare that he is. But to test yourself to see if he is. Isn't that what it says? First, examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. And secondly, test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Do you know that by testing What does that look like? How can you test to tell if Jesus Christ is in you? What would be evidences of the presence of Christ within you? Well, there are a lot of answers to that question, and I'll just offer a few, but I think the few I offer will be helpful to get you thinking and testing in the right direction. If Christ is in you, then you should be manifesting some of the characteristics of Christ, some of the characteristics of Christ that are conspicuously Christ-like and are conspicuously not normal among people who are not born again. What would some of those characteristics be? Well, let's start with humility. That's one of the primary characteristics of of Jesus Christ. Think of Philippians chapter 2. I refer to it quite often, but let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. So humility is a characteristic of Christ. If Christ is in you, then you should be you should be displaying humility, you should be developing humility, you should be growing in humility and decreasing in carnal carnality, in carnal pride. We all have plenty of pride from our physical birth, But the new birth will begin to chip away at our pride and replace it with Christ-like humility. Which is not to say that you or I or anyone will possess the same level of humility that Christ had. Because Christ had perfect humility. Christ had, had total humility. Christ had no carnal pride. And I don't think you or I or anyone else will honestly come to the place where they can say, I have no pride left. It's all gone, totally gone, 100% gone. It's been totally replaced by humility. No, that awaits heaven. But there ought to be evidences that you are growing in humility, that you're learning to walk in humility, that you're learning to suppress your pride. This is part of 
what growing in grace is all about, and this is one of the things you should look like, look for. If Christ is in you, then you should see an increasing trend toward Christ-like humility developing in your life. Do you see that? Another area would be obedience. Who humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. One of the most remarkable characteristics of the life of Christ was his total, unquestioned, unhesitating un, uh, obedience to his heavenly Father. I came not to do my own will, but, to, but my Father's will. Whatever the Father instructs me to do, I will gladly do. I am obedient in every way to my heavenly Father. Again, neither you nor I nor anyone else is going to be able to say honestly, I have arrived at perfect obedience. I have arrived at sinless perfection. I have had some people actually tell me that they had arrived at a state of sinless perfection. And I remember one lady, this goes back many years ago when I was doing some door-to-door visitation for my home church in another state, in another city. But I was doing that and talking to her, and she was proud of the fact that, yes, she was a Christian. In fact, she had arrived to the state of sinless perfection. And I began to question her about that because my understanding of Scripture is that nobody arrives at sinless perfection until we get to heaven. And so as I began to question her about it, she got exceedingly angry with me and really started to let me have it. And I said, well, evidently you haven't arrived at the state of sinless absence of anger. Boy, that even made her more mad because I'd put my finger on an evidence that she had not arrived at sinless perfection. So no, none of us will arrive there. But again, we should see obedience in our lives as a general trend and growing obedience as we grow in grace. That would be the evidence of Christ within. Do you have that evidence within you? And we'll have to take others up on the broadcast tomorrow. Join me then. Until then, Greg Barkman saying good day. May God give you his eternal peace.